is off stage and on the air performance number 710. I am Lisa Sheps and I am joined by my tooth hurtful co-host Miss Nicole Shiro. Hello. You're listening to us on KOOP HD1 HD3 Hornsby streaming live at koop.org. Remember everybody if it's theater it's on off stage and on the air. Don't go away. Hurry, hurry and step right over The show's about to begin Forget your troubles and raise your cup Step right up, feast your eyes On the wonders of this world Oh yeah Wait, what's your rush, what's your hurry You gave me such a It is Wednesday, March 8th 2023 on the show today we have city theater and their production of steel magnolias and later on we're going to be talking to ground floor theater and their show uh, white rabbit red rabbit and the incredible pink star will be joining us and of course we'll have lively discussions of the world of theater in austin chicago new york london paris and i don't know boston we'll be right back if you doubt to take a bite is that just okay that's a good point to fade the music out it's the worst pies in london for god's sake oh it's the worst pies the worst pies in london can't be the worst pies if the groves is serving (laughs) well we'll have plenty of time to talk about that but that's uh what that's what that was uh nicole you were here with us you you were gone last week because you had some uh, tooth surgery and you're still not feeling very well so i was gone last week because i was having some tooth my tooth was hurting on the opposite side. I was about to have surgery. I know. <laughs> that I was about to have surgery on, and I got concerned, how am I going to eat if I have surgery? So then I just had, I had to go get that fixed, and then I just had the surgery on Monday. Poor thing. Well, I'm yeah. glad you're here. I have a new, I got some, apparently got some bone grafts in my jaw. Okay. I have a nice new little jaw. I'm good. But I'm, I'm not as swollen I as got I some bone grafts on Amazon the other day and they, they got delivered on time. You know? Okay, that was. Here's that where was we are. Uh, <laughs> let's introduce our guest today uh, who's here with us, Tracy Hurd. How are you? I'm fine, thanks. How are you? Welcome back to the show. Thank you. Uh, so, um, the. Uh, oh, go. I just had a total mental block, but I wanted to thank uh, Kim, Kim Simpson, Simpson and a wonderful international uh, folk bazaar and his guests that he had coming in. Uh, and I, I wish I had the information in front of me, but he was talking about uh, the South by show that he and his guests are doing. It sounds like a lot of fun. I, Kim always makes me smile. Kim he does. always spins great music. Kim has phenomenal guests. Yep. So, uh, Kim rocks. I also want to thank everybody that came out and supported us during our membership drive last week. I know. I'm sorry. Um, I wasn't able to be. It's okay. Uh, it was a lot of fun. We had pageant on and we sang and we had a really, really uh, fun time here. Uh, Perfect and guest for that. I, I agree. Mm-hmm. And you know, the, the station is always so much fun during membership drive because we see a lot of people that we don't it's see. A, it is. Because we come in on Wednesdays one to two and we only see the people that happen to be here at that time. 
time. It really puts the community in the community radio it, that we are. During membership drive, it's like a an ant hill. Lots it, of lots of stuff going on. It is. It is. But uh, thanks everybody. Bees. I want to do a special thanks to uh, Carolee Biddle, who is a longtime uh, fan and very personal friend of mine. Uh, who called in and became a member or became a supported co-op again. She always does. Um, but it's just always nice uh, to know that Carolee Biddle is out there. She's in Wisconsin, folks. I know. I it's love It's cold it. there. It is cold there. It's cold there. It's, and we it, like to call it Wisconsin. I, I hate to say it's cold in most places right now. <laughs> Not here. Not here. Uh, well, great. Well, let's, uh, let's jump into some of the things we're going we're gonna to talk about. What, what we heard there was... Um, uh, Sweeney Todd. Sweeney Todd. And there's a great article in the New York Times. Did you happen to see it? About the Grobes? Well, it was about Sweeney Todd. <laughs> it wasn't specifically about Grobes. Oh, yes, I know. But uh, I, you know, there's a lot of stuff that I didn't realize uh, about, uh, about the whole Sweeney uh history that I learned in this article in the New York Times. And folks can see that by going to uh, offstageonair.com. And um, we will have a link to that once we post the show. Um, that Who Needs a Shave? Sweeney Todd is back. That article, is that the one? Uh, that's the one. Who okay. Needs a Shave? Sweeney yes. Todd is back. That's what I said. Oh, it sounded like sheet. Like funny. Are you, a, are you a Sweeney Todd fan, Tracy? Or a, yes, or a Sondheim fan? So. Yes, okay. absolutely. Well, uh, Sweeney Todd, uh, Sondheim always saw it as a small musical. When it opened back in the 80s, it was huge. Uh, and then they, they pared it down. It's, like they scaled it's never it down. been big again yeah. until now. So this new version that's coming out with, with uh, Josh Groban and Annalie Ashford, uh, directed by Tommy Kale. I was like, let's talk about the director. Too. Yeah, um, is uh, scaled up. Uh, but I thought, I thought that was, was interesting. And when I say 1980, I mean 1979. I was like, was it in the 70s? Yeah. But only a year yeah. before. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I thought that was interesting. They lost money, mm-hmm. uh, mainly because, I'm assuming, because it was really big. It, was, uh, it did get the Tony for the best musical, uh, but it was a financial disappointment. Then some of the uh, revivals that came on was, uh, first one was Cir- Circle and Square in 89, which they, which they nicknamed, nicknamed Teeny Todd. <laughs> well, I mean, that circle and the square doing it, yeah, that is yeah. a Teeny Todd. Uh, and then in 2005, they had the 10-member uh, company of actor-musicians in 2005. Five. It just mm-hmm. said that that was a uh, John Doyle version. Uh, and then they had the really successful version down in the village on um, Barrow Street where they, they actually had the pie shop. They made it kind of site-specific feel. Yes. You can actually talk. Tracy's I'm here mouthing to. words and things like this. Don't be afraid <laughs> to. Come on in. Join the club. I don't know that much about the New York history of Sweeney Todd, so it's I don't okay. feel I'm qualified. So neither do we, but... Uh, I actually was on the set uh, at the, I think it was the Long, maybe it was the Long Acre, it's going into the Long Acre, anyway, but I got to walk and, and sit and look at the set, but it was, it was real big, it had pulleys, and it had, uh, and they haven't done a full technical production of Sweeney Todd uh, in New York since then, it's been, I think, 40 years Wow! Since it began, since it began, yeah, yeah. so they haven't done, I so saw they had the all one these... where they did all the instruments with the patty, right yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it's going to open she up. she played the tuba. It's going <laughs> to. Did she? Yeah. That's amazing. What can't she do? Anyway, so it's opening on March uh, 
26th, right around the corner. It's the day after Liz's birthday. It is in previews now. Yes, I know. Happy birthday, Liz. Uh, it's capitalized at $13.5 million. It's got 25 actors, 26 in the orchestra. Uh, and um, It has the groups. And it has <laughs> the groups. Like, well, and, did you and, see that phenomenal? I mean, I was so bummed last week not to be here because they put it out last, I think, Wednesday morning. The trailer of him all trying to be diabolical with his shaver no, and the I stuff didn't. and I was I all did. like Grobes you're not diabolical but yeah you are you are the Grobes well it's interesting that you should say that because uh, well first of all this is something I didn't know which I'm sure you did know but this production started with Josh Groban he's the one that wanted to do it yeah he started oh yeah he started the whole thing and there he did get some pushback uh, well I'll read this and this is in the Times uh, by the way I should say this was uh, written by uh Rob Weinhart Kent, who for the is New York the Times. editor of American Theater Magazine. Oh, did not know that. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Uh, he says, while Groban's lush baritone is undoubtedly a good fit for the music, does he perhaps sing a bit too genially, genial, genial uh-huh. and easygoing to play a serial quiller whose quest for re- revenge swells into a sociopathic death wish? Uh, and the answer is yes, I think. I mean, he kind of proved that with uh, Natasha Pierre and the Great Comet of 19-whatever. Listen, if you... Josh, he doesn't take himself seriously. I learned... Like, I've always been like, man, that guy's talented. Never got into him. Over the pandemic, and he would do all these live concerts and just get wasted and perform and do things. And he's so self-deprecating. He knows he's a goofball. He knows he's rainbows and unicorns, but then he says and does things and you're like, whoa, I could see him switch it on a a, a dime like that. Yep. And he did really well with the beauty and the beast with her. Like uh, I thought that was, you know, uh, listen, I don't like the beauty and the beast, but I'm saying like, uh, it's a maniacal uh, but you know, did you see beauty and the beast? The, no, uh, there I was just, the Josh Groban uh, live action. It was only live songs. Is, they were yeah. doing the anniversary of the movie, and yeah. they performed the songs all oh, live. Yeah, okay. it was interesting. It was an interesting concert. Yeah, it, and then they played the movie in between. But in the here's parts. something that I think you will like about this particular show, because as you know, it's gotten really big, and they haven't done it like they did it back in 1979. Um, but this is where the connection to uh, American Psycho comes in. Oh. Well, the Duncan Sheik? Or nope. the... Uh, the Jeremy Chernick. Oh. He is the blood effects person. Yes, the same blood effects. There was nothing like that blood effect. I mean, the fact that they had the splash he said section. He for- stocked the blood cannons for American Psycho. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have a splash. I wonder if there's going to be a splash zone in Sweeney but Todd. It makes Man, that me blood- wanna- this is why it's so expensive. It a blood wanna- budget is a lot. It is. It makes me want to see it. And this is a picture from the which looks really good so in Annalie Ashford Ooh, nice. mm-hmm. and the Grobes. And you know, they, they talk about the different ways that, that people look at the piece just in general. And uh focusing on the love story, the unrequited love story between uh, Love Mrs. It Lovett and, and uh, Sweeney. Sweeney Todd is kind of an interesting thing to do, and I think they're they're leaning into the Lovett unrequited love story. Mm-hmm. The whole thing is diabolical good. and odd and yep. fantastic, and yep. I will be seeing it uh, because I, this year is the Grobes and Back in Time, and that is what's happening. 
Back in time, meaning back to the back future. Back to the future, yeah. yes. Got to go back go in time. Gotcha. Uh, we had kind of an opening um, going on, but it was in L.A., but it's headed to uh, New York, in theory. It's The Outsiders, which I never saw the movie Wait a or read the book. I was like, did you read the book? I did not, oh, neither. Oh, S.E. Hinton. Neither I love Hinton. Required reading at my required, school. Required. All S.E. Hinton should be required reading. It's fantastic. And yeah. the movie, God, the movie, the movie gave so many people's careers it did i mean <laughs> like, uh major people uh, uh all those little hotties i grew up with from like rob Lowe to patrick swayze to tom cruise to ralph macheo to ralph macheo yep. to uh uh c thomas howe you know them all. to um uh uh who's who's cherry uh uh oh cherry is uh diane lane um oh, right i mean i'm I missing some people that. here so this is this Musical is based 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 both on Hinton's novel uh, and Coppola's film, so it's somewhere between. The music is by Jamestown Revival, who is Jonathan Clay and Zach Chance, uh, and Justin Levine. Um, directed by Danya Tamor, who is Julie Tamor. I was like related to Julie. I believe she is, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. But I believe she is because I remember talking about her some some other time. Um, this reviewer found it impressively original despite being lumpy in places and incoherent in others. And I should say this was written for the LA Times by Charles McNulty. But do they have in it Stay Gold, Pony Boy? Do they have that line in there? I don't know. I wonder. Uh, they the have book. To. They have to, right? It's required. It's, that's yeah. what I think. Never seen it. Don't know it. Haven't read it. I'm buying uh, but the, I have the book. I'll lend it to but you. The book I'll it, get you one. But the book is by Adam Rapp, who we just talked about not too long ago. Who, yes. Well, he's a quite a playwright. He is quite a playwright. Uh, Anthony Rapp's brother, brother mm-hmm. uh, and wrote um, the sound, uh, the sound inside, which was just done at Ground Floor Theater. And it's a beautiful piece. So. Uh, sorry, I love it. The choreography is by Rick and Jeff Cooperman. Um, I don't know the Coopermans. I don't either. I, I've been really, really curious about it. At first, when I heard, I was like, "Why?" And then I'm like, "No one, no one could disrespect like that, right? No one would go in there wanting to change and all, like, make it." I don't know. I have hopes for it. I'm excited. I I, I think it's really cool that it's being done. Yeah, it's good. So uh, the the review ends with this sentence: the musical, even at its somewhat wobbly wobbly preliminary stage, holds on to the gold of Hinton's novel, transmuting it in perfect in perfect imperfectly yet courageously into hypnotic theater. I cannot read today, so no, I apologize. No, but I'm going to tell you, they must stay. He just used a, a gold reference in there, so I'm going to say stay the line gold is Pony there. Boy is going to be there. Yeah, well, okay. I'm just going to I'm going to oh, have man, to. Oh, man, Ralph is really good in that movie. That's like way or That's so, yeah. I'm wow. just going to have to believe you because, like I said, I don't know it. So I've got so much more that I want to talk about, but here's, here's the thing that I'm so excited about. Uh, I don't. I don't remember. Where did did you see Schmigadoon? Oh, the trailer. Tracy. Yeah, the oh. uh-uh. okay. Well, the trailer for the second season Cousin is out. Came out. Yes. And uh, I'm oh, gonna. Oh wait. Uh, yes, I did. Yes. I lied. I'm just. Don't slow. lie, Tracy. Sorry. All right. Let's uh, let's listen to just a little bit of the trailer. Uh, I have the whole trailer as a link at Offstage and on the air, or you can just search the YouTube's for it. Uh, here it is. Schmigadoon, where are you? Maybe it's one of those places that you only go once and never return. Oh, like Soul Cycle. 
Schmickago? Welcome to Schmickago. This is very different. Now our heroes enter the city of Schmickago. Who is he talking to? At one point, a lot of musicals had narrators. Sorry, go ahead. Really? Do I have your permission? Uh-oh, he's peppery. He's peppery. Uh, <laughs> and by him, I just totally lost his name. Uh, what's his name? He was an incredible Kimmy Schmidt. He's Titus. Titus Burgess. Yeah, Titus Burgess. So it has the same cast as it had before, but it also includes Titus Burgess and one Patrick Page. I was about to say, and they added the Patrick Page. And this, uh, this. Which just extended his show. He's doing really well. Yeah. Well, I'm surprised. Uh, this, this, uh, trailer makes me happy it made me happy too i giggled and i did so you we, see the one other one teaser when they were doing the chicago number like i, I saw it, yeah. that before this came out and i was like <gasps> so they show chicago number i see a little bit of godspell in there mm-hmm. uh so it's it's gonna be it's gonna be fun 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 with and, a capital yeah. f yep uh we don't have enough time to talk about all the things i want to talk about um Funny Girl set its closing date. Yes, in the uh, fall, right? In uh, was it December se- or was September. it the fall? September, it's I thought right, it was right the after fall, yeah. Labor Day or Memorial Day, whatever happens in September. Uh, That's Labor Day. But the, Memorial it was, Day starts the summer. Labor Day. It was interesting out. that uh, the article by Michael Paulson just talked about the whole roller coaster ride that is Funny Girl and how difficult it's been. It's, it hasn't been revived since uh, Barbara Streisand did it because nobody could find anybody like Barbara Streisand, uh, and ostensibly. Leah Michelle is, but she was steeped in controversy when it opened, and they they brought in uh, Beanie uh, Beanie Feldstein Beanie Feldstein to do it, who just uh, had the comedy chops but didn't necessarily have the music chops, and then it was not doing well, and then Leah came in and it became a hit, and it's been doing really really well. Interestingly enough, going on tour now, going on tour starting when I have the start date here somewhere. Um, but what was interesting is when it closes on September third. Um, Leah Michelle will have done it for just under a year. So she started on September 6th. So I think that's interesting. Um, The gross is more than doubled when she stepped in the role. Mm -hmm. And here's an interesting thing. When she and uh, Ramin Karamloo took a vacation together, they went, they dropped (laughs) 50%. Mm -hmm. Uh, I just... Amazing. And I think also Julie Benko had moved on because they at least yes, had, they had Julie Benko. the whole Julie Benko was like people were going and seeing her when Beanie couldn't perform and then worried like, yeah. will we still get Julie with uh, Leah? And, and so, but Julie's Benko's gone now too. So, yeah. and uh, they didn't really explain the reason for the, and one, one would assume, well, not any of it, the, the closing one would assume it's because Leah Michelle is leaving and they don't think that they can survive without her. Could be. Uh, but they didn't say why they were, uh, were closing. But the North American tour, as you talked about, starts in September. And it starts in uh, Providence. There's no casting as of yet. Mm-hmm. But I thought that was interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the last thing we'll talk about uh, is, because um, I know we, we talked about this a little bit, uh, but there's another article about it. And it's the Come From Away original production in Gander. That's uh, the first time that they're having a, I think it's the very first 
production of Come From Away that's not the Broadway, that's not attached yeah, to the Broadway. Yeah, that they're doing is like an, on an anniversary celebration. Mm-hmm. And, and some of the originals are coming back for yep. that. Uh, it's going to run July 7th through September 3rd at the Joseph R. Small World Wood Arts and Culture Center in Gander, Newfoundland. I oh, just, that's cool. Uh, I think you can see the whole article at uh, Ground Floor Theater, Ground Floor Theater, at offstageonair.com. <laughs> um, but it's interesting. The producer, Michael Rubinoff, said it's been a dream from the beginning to create a production of Come From Away in Newfoundland and it's Labrador. It just seems like full circle story like it needed to happen so i'm glad it does it yeah. happened sooner rather than later yeah i'd be i'm i'm with you on this mm-hmm. uh well let's take a little break and we'll come back and we'll talk about some magnolias that are made out of steel oh okay uh but in the meantime let's listen to come from away uh and this is heave away we'll be yeah. right back farewell to all your pretty ladies waving from the dock Incredible, Tracy Hurd reading that uh, underwriting announcement. It's fantastic. Uh, and speaking of Tracy Hurd, I would like to welcome Tracy Hurd officially to the show. Welcome, Tracy. Thank you. It's nice uh, to be here. <laughs> it's nice to have you here. Uh, and you were playing Malin in uh, City Theater's production of Steel Magnolias. That is correct. Now, you've played this role before, haven't you? Yes, I a- did. Did you play it for City Theater? Yes, okay. I did. That's what I thought. <laughs> it is. It is old home week at okay. City Theater. So yeah. So this is. But a, that's been a while. This is a now reprise. that you say that. Yeah, I believe this was. There was one year that there was like five different productions of Steel Magnolias around town. I don't know if that was our year, but I have actually been in Steel Magnolias three times now. Um, I was Clary first, cast very age inappropriately. Yes. And then Malin, and now I'm Malin again. Ah. Malin again. Well, that's actually, that was my sorority (laughs) Sorority name name. in college. Um, Well, amazing. So I actually uh, did some research about Steel Magnolias, which I've never done before. And like, I was wondering where the name came from. Do you know? I am assuming it is referring to the speech at the end when she says men are supposed to be made of steel. Well, but they're t- well, they're talking about the women who are as beautiful and as tender as a magnolia, but as hard as steel. Exactly. Uh, so, yeah. So I thought that, that was interesting. And it just had a very interesting um, uh, history. So tell us about, for people who don't know, of course, there's mm-hmm. a very famous uh, movie with Sally Field and every other woman in the world. Don't you not leave out Miss Dolly Parton. Yeah. Okay. Dolly Parton. I mean... But then, yes, then now there you was have to Olivia say Julia Roberts. and Julia Roberts Olivia and Olivia Dukakis and Dillett McDermott. And, uh, uh, no, and what's I, his name? Um, I, have to say I don't know any of the men. Oh, yeah, I know that. <laughs> anyway, uh, so for people that don't know, tell people Daryl, Daryl Hannah. What I was is, like, yes. who am I missing? Tell people what is Steel Magnolias. What is this show? Steel what's Magnolias is uh, different from the movie. On stage, there are no men, and everything takes place in the salon. Mm. Uh, for scenes, opening is a wedding, ending is the opposite. I'm not going to spoil it, but the ending is pretty much the opposite of a wedding. Or- well, we talk about, I think it's not a spoiler to say that your daughter has uh, type 1 diabetes. Correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, which is a through line for this for entire this show. play. Yes. Mm-hmm. She chooses to get pregnant, and it goes well for a little while, <laughs> a very little while, and then it stops going well. Um, so 
It's about the connections and the relationships between the women. They're not the same social caste at all, but they all care deeply for one another, and they take care of each other. Yeah. Which is what women do, typically. We try. Stereotypically. (laughs) Uh, But true. What I found interesting when in researching it, and of course I did all my really good research on Wikipedia, because if it (laughs) says it on Wikipedia, it's true. Uh, But this was written by uh, Robert Harling, who based it on his experiences of his sisters. Correct. Yeah, I'm just going to say it. Sad. His sister's death. Correct. Uh, yes. And uh, that's, that's where it all came from. One of the things Andy was telling us is that, um, come on, brain. You can do it. So when he wrote it, his mother was shocked because it's a comedy, as bizarre as yes, that may is. sound. It's a comedy. And... She couldn't understand how he had written a comedy about this tragic event, but he did. And it is incredibly cathartic for me having to go through the whole thing because you do come out of it with hope. Yeah, they do call it a comedy drama. Yes, it's Uh, not a a yuck a minute. That was part of why he wrote it, too. too. Hmm? I I think it's a... uh, I can't think of the word. Never mind. Well, never mind, but it, I... It, part of the healing process, but there's a word I'm looking for Cathartic? Yeah, not, oh, no, it's not whatever. cathartic, okay. but it's just, it's checked out of that library right now, and anyway, I can't it'll, use it. It'll, uh, if it'll I know back. you, it'll pop out, pop back in. Uh, so that's amazing. So you're playing Malin, who's mm-hmm. uh, the mother of... Um, Shelby. Shelby, thank you. Shelby Latchery. Uh, and uh, so do you have kids yourself? I actually parallel Malin frighteningly. I have two boys. Uh-huh. One of them is a junior in college right now. The other is a senior in high school and about to go off to college next year. So I don't have any girls, but I have two nieces. So close enough for jazz. One sure. of them just got married. Well, and for for your character, so much of this is about family. About I family mean, it's all about family, but for yeah. you specifically, yes, it's about you know, it's about your kid. Uh, and how Mother is that Hen for you situation. personally? How's the process been for you this well, time around? It is easier because our Shelby is wonderful and she is very easy to both fight with and cuddle, if that <laughs> makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, she's one of those people that can break your heart and then make you acting wise, not in her personal life, just want to scream. She's she's wonderful. So it's nice. And who is playing Shelby? Natalie something. Natalie Clark. Thank you. <laughs> I only I know, know that because I have a cast list here. I know first names. <laughs> and for me, that's actually very good. I'm dreadful with remembering oh, names. It's okay. I couldn't do it if I didn't have it sitting okay, in front of me. Okay, thank you. I'm so glad you have a cheat sheet. Andy was supposed to have... I, I What I don't have is what characters they all play. Oh, well, I can help I you with that. Said it. Uh, so play the game. Give the names and show yeah, us Okay, the here characters. we go. Jennifer Gonzalez. Jennifer is Truvy. Truvy. Uh, Angelina Castillo. Angelina is Anel. And Angelina was, on the first Steel Magnolias, Shelby. Oh, amazing. I saw that. I saw that production. Uh, Terry Bennett. Terry Bennett is Miss Clary. Miss Clary. Okay, I'm afraid I'm going to mispronounce this name. Trocky Heard? 
That's Trocky Herd. That's me. <laughs> I'm Malin. We know that. And then Natalie Clark, we've talked about as well as Judith Laird. Judith Laird has been Weezer in all three oh, productions. Oh. She is epic. <laughs> Which would be the role I would want to play. It's a fun role. Uh, she is, has all the best lines. This is directed by Andy Burkowski. Now, I'm going to ask Correct. you a question that would be more for Andy, and you may not have the answer. I'll do my but best. do you know uh, why City Theater is doing it now as a... As since they've already produced it? I think in part, and I hope I'm not speaking out of turn, but yeah. I think in part it is because um, Andy lost his mother recently. Oh, yeah, that makes And sense. that connection for him is very strong. There was a beauty salon. All of the, all of the magnolias were there. We mm. talk about them, yeah. all of his magnolias. And when he went to the funeral, he reconnected with a couple of them. Um, and so I think in some way, it is kind of a labor of love for oh, him. Amazing. I love it. Uh, well, this is not playing City Theater. It's, uh, no longer has their home right next door to us at uh, the co-op. Where, right. where is this being done? We are at Genesis Presbyterian, which is just down the road on yep. Schieffer. And it's in Cherrywood, and uh, one of the first places I, actually the first place I ever went to do a remote recording for. Was it really? Yeah, Gilbert and Sullivan's, the Yeoman of the Guard, I believe. Uh, what's interesting, I didn't realize you know, it's this. full so, circle again. Yeah. There's a lot of full circle today. So, uh, Steel Magnolias had its premiere at the WPA Theater in 1987. Uh, I didn't make it to Broadway until 2005, but this cast is Isn't pretty amazing. Nutty? Rebecca Gayhart, mm-hmm. Christine Ebers- Ebersall, Marsha Mason, Francis Sternhagen, Delta Burke, and Lily Rabe. Yeah, like, could you really? I know. Like, now I'm afraid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and amazing. And there was a television film that I did not know about with Condola Rashad, Queen Latifah, uh, like Queen Felicia Latifah. Rashad. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so that, that's. Uh, that that's was That was probably. That's got to have been only like 10 years ago. It's 2012. not 2012. Very good. Oh, yeah. You're very, very good. Yeah, yeah I saw yeah. that and I, I was, I really enjoyed it. Um, yeah. I, yeah. I didn't know about that one. I'm going to mm-hmm. have to look it up. I think it's That's, available online. I saw I'm it sure somewhere it recently. Cool. So, Tracy, when does the show open? We open on Friday, March 10th. March 10th. That's right around the corner. And how yes, long do it you is. play? Uh, we close on March 26th. Great. Well, thank you so much for joining us. You did a great job representing. Thank you. Thank you. I tried. Uh, and Andy Burkowski, who is the director and the artistic Hello, director Andy. of City Theater. We, we missed having you here in the studio, but you should be proud that Tracy did a really good job representing. So thanks again for being on the show. You're very welcome. <laughs> thanks for having me. Uh, that was Tracy Hurd of City Theater Steel Magnolias playing March 10th through 26th at the Genesis Fellowship Hall. For more information, you may visit citytheateraustin.org. And I just thought this was interesting. And I didn't, uh, I'm, we're playing a song uh, from the show, and I'm using air quotes even though nobody saw them, called Magnolia City. And it's called Nobody Cares If I'm Blue. The music is really delightful. It's all mm. very bluesy and stuff. Uh, but when I tried to find out what it was, I couldn't find out what it was. The best I can figure it out, in Houston, Texas, mm. there was, they're no, no longer there, a burlesque group called the Moonlight Dolls. And I believe this is from them. Them? Interesting. Yes, but I'm not 100% sure. So uh, this is Nobody Cares If I'm Blue from Magnolia City. We'll be right back. All right. Oh, the old gang that I once knew. 
We are back. You are listening to Off Stage and on the Air with Lisa and Nicole. That was fun. It was fun, and you and I just repeat what you said before, right before we went on the that air. That was delightful. It was delightful. Yeah, and the, the whole words, album is kind of like that. Yeah, I'm gonna I, have to check that out. I was uh, really happy to to find, find that. that. I'm to glad you that. found that too. I'm gonna have to check yeah. that out. The Moonlight Dolls, Moonlit Dolls. Who knew? Uh, Moonlight Dolls. Uh, so, uh, well, they don't exist anymore. No, but I can look up the Magnolia look up. City and find it's on, it's on. It's on uh, the YouTubes or it, the, the iTunes. Yeah, I'm sure it's on the YouTubes, the but musics. the iTunes. So uh, you are, of course, familiar with the phenomenon that is known as Pink Star. Oh, yeah, because I work on that Pride in Local Music, and yeah. you know that Pink Star has been a part. Pink Star is an incredible pop star. Lives here in Austin. Yeah. Uh, and is an out and proud trans person. Uh, and she's here with us on the phone. Uh, Pinkstar, welcome to Offstage and on the Air. Hi. Hello. How are you doing? Oh, good. <laughs> so glad to have you on. It is so good yeah, to hear your voice. You are you still in Houston, Texas? I am in Houston. I just came back from New York, and I'm in Houston. I'll be in Austin in a couple of days. Be in Austin in a couple of days. And I should say that you're here talking to us for many reasons. I've always wanted to have you on. But um, most important, uh, you are going to be performing at Ground Floor Theater on Monday. Yeah, that is correct. (laughs) (laughs) So so here's an interesting question for you, Pink. May I call you Pink? Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Pinky, because you sign your emails, Pinky. Yeah. What do you prefer? Pinky, <laughs> pinky is great. Pinky is great. Awesome. <laughs> so uh, what are you going to be doing at Ground Floor Theater on Monday night? Well, I'm performing for this play called White Rabbit, Red Rabbit. What's it about? Is, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was the answer I was looking for. It's so, not, not many times you get to say, I'm performing. What are you doing? I don't know. <laughs> I, yeah. It's, I mean, I'm excited about it. Uh, well, I think um, you should be. Uh, well, I'm going to put you on the spot just because uh, tell people what you think you're going to be doing. I, I really have no idea. I mean, what I think is going to happen is there's going to be some story planned and I'm just there. And I'm just trying to figure out how to navigate yeah. this well, to, situation. <laughs> to to, to like help Pinky out a little bit, because Ground Floor Theater did a full run of this back in 2018. So this is uh, a show that was written by the Iranian playwright uh, Nassim Sadamanpour. And, uh, and it is when... Pinky shows up at the theater. I'm going to meet her there, and I'm going to hand her a manila envelope with a script in it, and she's just going to start say, reading. Have at it. Uh, <laughs> and she has no idea what it is. She will get a little... Uh, uh, Pinky, I think I told you on the phone earlier that you're going to get a little bit of a hint uh, 48 hours before. I'll send you an email with mm-hmm. some information. But I, it is so much fun. And it actually... Um, Nassim Salamanpour did this... Uh, I believe it was 2017 when he wrote it, and he could not, he and all other artists in Iran could not get out of the country. Yes. They were stuck there. And this was his way of bringing words and action to uh, his plight in in Iran. And that's actually, that's just a little bit of a hint of some of the stuff that you'll hear about in the play. 
Um, but it, uh, it is a, a lot of fun. Um, and, uh, I will tell you, I, in New York, it played at, uh, the, uh, uh, is the the theater on 43rd oh, street across from manhattan plaza yeah i know uh, west bank not west bank uh west side arts mm-hmm. and uh they had a lot of stars in it here in town we had a lot of stars as well uh we also did it in spanish in 2018 i was about to say wasn't there there's some spanish productions so uh, since then they've done it in all sorts of different languages. Uh, and I should say, uh, Star, I don't know if you're familiar with uh, American Sign Language at all, uh, but we, yeah, I mean, we thought about doing an American Sign Language version, but it would be almost impossible. Yeah, because you, yeah, that sounds- you'd have to translate right on the you'd spot. You'd have to translate. You'd have to have Braille. It'd be, it'd be, it'd be difficult, but yeah, uh, yeah that I is think hard. it'd be interesting to do it. But they have... Uh, translated in a lot of different languages. Uh, and before I go and ask Pinkstar some more questions, uh, I do want to let folks know that this is part of an annual, they started it last year, uh, tradition of doing this show all over the world. Here this year on March 13th, it's going to be done in 66 different venues. That's so cool. Uh, and of course, I didn't print out the thing that told how many different countries, but a lot of different countries. Uh, and we're all part of this this whole program that... Um, that the producers of uh, or the representation for the show do. And I forgot the name of the company. Otherwise, I would say it. Um, but uh, I am so looking forward to having Pink Star on the stage at Ground Floor Theater. Uh, Pinky, I also want to talk to you about uh, your activism work. I, as I was looking at on your website, we see pictures of you at the state capitol. And I'm assuming that might be in 2017. Was that when it was? No, it was last year. It was oh, it was last year. Yeah, I mean, it was uh, it was uh, this you know big protest at the Capitol, kind of uh, for transing of visibility, but reacting to what's happening with trans kids in Texas. Mm-hmm. And so a bunch of really notable trans people across the country came, gave speeches, shared words, and then I I was shared some of my performance. I work. did. I saw it. Yeah. Uh, well, I will say that, uh, I thank you for doing that. Uh, today, by the way, is, and I'm here is the, um, lobby day for trans rights at the Capitol going on right at this very moment. Um, Oh, it's today. Yeah. Because, well, there's going to be several because, uh, trans people are, are being attacked all around the country. Big time. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of it's kind of scary. And uh, Pinky, I would like to just appreciate the braveness and uh, and and okay. acknowledge yeah. the courage that it takes to stand up like this. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I mean, we have to. I I think especially thinking of younger trans people that don't have the agency that we as adults have. It's important for us to protect their rights. That's correct. And those of us that have a voice need to speak out. True. Uh-huh. Oh, I should say, yeah. sorry, I got to do this one thing. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> I really thought about this ahead of time and I didn't do it, but I need to tell folks that the opinions expressed here on Offstage and on the Air are not necessarily that of the board of directors, the staff, or the organization itself. It's simply um, our opinion. If we don't say that, we get in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't want to get in trouble. 
Well, Pinky, thank you. All, yeah. Thank you so much for going uh, to for being on the show. Tell folks if they want to connect with you uh, on social media, how they would do that. Um, the best way is on Instagram. My handle is at pinkstar underscore, and that's P1, number one, not an I, P1NKSTAR underscore. Underscore. Pinkstar underscore. And the, the, the I is a number one. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, thanks so much Thank for you be- so much. being on the show. Have it safe travels back to Austin. Uh, and I should tell folks that you are based here in Austin, are you not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I live in Austin. Yay. I've been there. I've been in Austin for eight and a half years now. So I feel pretty much like an Austinite at this point. Well, you Definitely. are. I, I have the I power to make so. you one. So you, you are. have the power to make you one. I do. Lisa. I have the key to the city. <laughs> Thanks, <Lisa>. uh, <laughs> you are welcome. Uh, well, Pinky, we'll see you on Monday, and you have a great rest of your day and safe travels. Thank you so much. Yeah. Okay. Thanks bye. Thanks so for having me. Okay. Bye. Bye. That was Pink Star. Pink Star is going to be performing at Ground Floor Theater in White Rabbit, a Red Rabbit. One show only at 7.30 on the 13th of this month. That's this coming Monday. For more information, you may find, you may... You may visit? You may visit. <laughs> oh my God, I'm having such trouble today. Well, you can find the info when you visit. That's true. Groundfloortheater.org slash WRRR. WRRR. Uh, and this is from a show called Loving Repeating, which is about, uh, oh. Why do I feel like I heard, know this? Yeah, well, I think we've talked about it before. Anyway, we'll talk about it when we come back from break. This is a bun for my bunny. <laughs> we'll be back. <laughs> we are back. You are listening to Offstage and On the Air with Lisa and who else? Nicole. Nicole. Toothy Nicole. Toothy. Well, you're. Yeah, you, you're sounding a lot better. I don't know if you feel a lot better. No, I'm. I'm only. I'm giving it to you right now, this hour, and then I will go back to radio silence. Okay. There is so much to talk about locally. There is right. And one of the things that I want to talk about that I'm very excited about, uh, and that you are involved with, is Roe. Yeah. Uh, that's going to be done at Zach Theater. And it is, I'm so thrilled about this. It's being directed by Jenny Lavery. And y'all just announced the cast. Yeah, so Uh, this this originally was going to be the Texas premiere and should have... should have happened in 2020 rehearsals were a few days in until um we shut down austin which ironically was three years ago yesterday march 6th oh god yes monday sorry Mm -hmm. um and to be back pretty much almost the same cast getting jenny lavery i i i just so special so what's really cool about this too is the playwright since, you know, a lot of things have changed in the world since she originally wrote this piece. Lisa Loomer is the playwright. Yes, so Lisa Loomer went back and um, wrote a new epilogue uh, yeah, in the piece. Yeah, because a lot has happened about, about Rose Exactly. Um, so it's just, it's it's a, a special piece. And now will be the Austin premiere. Um, Stages in Houston actually ended up being the Texas oh, okay. premiere. And, and uh, that just... I think it's closing this stages week or does just good close. Work from what I've, I've never yeah, been. Yeah, so Stages did it uh, starting in January, and um, we'll do it here. And I just, you know, 
wow, to do it in the Capitol, to do it in yeah. Texas, to do it in this time, to do it in the middle of when we have the legislation going happening. on. It's just so, and to have Jenny Lavery, I yeah. just, I'm really excited. We about. love Jenny Lavery. And she's, uh, she has gone back to school to get her master's or PhD or something. What is But she, she also runs theater on block and does amazing work. Uh, and just, just got some of my favorite cast, people man. involved in this. Nisi Sturgis, Amber Quick. Hi, Amber. Uh, Sandra Valls, Amy Downing, yeah. Laura Wright, Michelle Alexander. I know. Elise Ogden, Whitney Abraham, Jeff Mills, Cliff Miller, David Kroll, Emily Wolfman, and Riley Riccini. Uh, just amazing. I know. You keep saying one, and you're like, oh, yeah. And then you just keep saying another, and you're like, oh, yeah. And it's, yeah, I know. And I even talked about the the, the, the design team, which is also really, really great. Fantastic. It's just, yeah. it's it's really spectacular. So uh, that's something you can see at uh, zachtheater.org. Uh, it opens, opens on, yeah, you know what I didn't, I, it's, uh, April, I'm pretty sure April 5th. April 5th through 30th. Mm-hmm. I did not put it in the script. Uh, the other thing uh, that I thought was interesting to talk about is a one-man show uh, called Beowulf uh, in a place that I'm unfamiliar with, but it's called Rosette. Uh, Is it here in Austin? It's here in Austin. Where's Rosette? Uh, you have me intrigued. I know. It's uh, it's on... Oh, God. Where's the address? Oh, of course. And the thing I printed out doesn't show the address. But you can get information at rosetteatx.org. It happens. It's a one show. It happens tomorrow night. Rosetteatx.org. You can find it. Everything that I didn't tell you by doing by going to that. <laughs> you know what? You knew where to find more information. And I isn't did. that the important part? I did, I did, I did. Uh, okay, and then uh, just the things that are playing right now. Lots of stuff closed last week and lots of stuff are is opening. Uh, but what's happening right now is, of course, Pageant at Ground Floor Theater, done by the stage, Austin. That plays through the 18th. We just had Steel Magnolias on the show. It opens on the 10th and plays through the 26th. Uh, last weekend to see I See You, Your Scene. Uh, and then uh, also the last weekend to see Pippi Longstocking over at the Scottish Rite. We have a lot of stuff coming up that's a, a lot of fun. Uh, you still have Nightbird playing also at Austin Playhouse. Okay, sorry. Our Eric I, Thomas for some reason is I didn't, uh, world uh, premiere of Nightbird. I thought it was done last week. No, it opened March 3rd. Okay. It runs through the 24th. I apologize, Nightbird. Um, so uh, so that's that. By the way, just going back, Loving Repeating, uh, repeating uh, which is what that song about uh, bunnies was from, is a chamber musical about the life and loves of um, Alice B. Toklas. Interesting. And, uh, or... And, and Gertrude Stein. Um, and it follows Gertrude Stein from her student days in the late 19th century to the height of artistic era in Paris. So let's get right into today in theater history uh, to make sure we have time for everything. Um, so uh, I've got to start right away. Going into previews is a show called Shocked. And... Um, I don't know if you've heard of it or not. She's coughing right now, so she can't really talk. Sorry, it was like a cough. But the playbill is a very bright ear of corn. Uh, And so just uh, (laughs) listen to this. Three, two, one, go. Picture a small town. Cobb County. Good people, even better corn. There's going to be a wedding. Hooray! Not hooray! The corn's all dying. Oh, God. Exactly. Mm. 
The wedding's off. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. But who will save the corn? God? No, Maisie. Oh, God, Maisie, our once-blushing bride turned hometown hero. Maisie must journey far from the life she's always known. Leaving her family and once-beloved beau. Oh. So, Maisie hops on a plane and heads to Tampa, where she okay, meets... Wait, hey, can we not tell them everything, you know? No oh. spoilers? Oh, you, you're right. Okay. So then Maisie, you know, she hops on a plane to mm -hmm. go to Tampa, mm -hmm. and then she meets somebody, and then they do something, and then something else happens, and then there's trouble, and then somebody else kisses somebody else, and then girl... And the, the end. The end. Okay. <laughs> There was some I just puns and play on yes. words on that one. That one and, would have made me giggle. And I like that the, the hero of the story is Maisie. Ma well, you get it. I know, like, I get Maze it. Corn, that's I what I'm saying. There was I'm a lot of... Uh, anyway, that looks like a lot of fun. It's in previews now. I don't know where it's in previews. I should have looked that up. But that's the trailer for it. Um, you can see that. There's a link to that trailer at offstageonair.com. Uh, in 2015, the audience opened. Uh and uh, let's see. Hold on. I need to change this thing. Um, I had not heard of this show, Green Willow. Have you heard of it? Green Willow? In 1960. Willow? It's a musical. I could find no music, but um, it opened in 1960. In 1999, Night Must Fall at the Lyceum Theater. Oh, uh, Shucked is at the Nederlander Theater because they have a playbill. <laughs> Uh, happy birthday That's to Carol Bear Sager. Oh man, I yeah. Ashley Spencer, Rick Younger, Sid Charisse. Oh, I keep seeing Sid Charisse in. Uh, it's the I think it's the Danny Kaye uh, where he does a song about choreography. Oh, Isn't oh, she in that? Yeah, that keeps popping up recently. No, it's not the choreography. It's, she plays a, a mobster's wife Doll. in the. And it was in. Uh, I think it was in. Um, Singing in the Rain. Could be wrong. It wasn't Singing in the Rain. Okay. I Gotta dance. It was that number. Uh, also the um, birthday of Lynn Redgrave. Oh. Also in 2016, I totally... Shakespeare for my father. One of the best performances I've ever seen in my Lynn life. Redgrave? Lynn Redgrave. When did Top you see it? Top five. Um, had to have been... It was the same year as Kiss of the Spider Woman was playing right across the street with Cheetah. So that was... 1993, 94, right around there, early 90s. They need, to, um, they need to redo Kiss of the Spider Woman. Yes, they were supposed to, and then it got pulled got pull. because of the rights. So is Broadway going to redo it? Remember? I, yeah, dun, dun, I don't know. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, but yeah, I saw that with <laughs> Vanessa, uh, Vanessa Williams, and I saw it with the Cheetah. Amazing. Yeah, good stuff. But the the Shakespeare from my father was one of the most powerful things I have Who ever seen. Who else was seen. in it? It's a one-woman show, oh, Lynn Redgrave. Really? It was one of the most... I don't think I've ever seen her on stage. I sat in the first row. She spittled on me the whole time, and I was all for it. It was... It was... Wow. As I may... Uh, not to change the subject, but you know, there's another musical series coming up called uh, Up Here. About... Uh, things up here it's about uh, a, one ordinary couple as they fall in love and discover that the single greatest obstacle to finding happiness together might just be themselves in the treacherous world of memories obsessions fears and fantasies that lives in all of our heads it's with Mae Whitman Carlos Valdez Katie Finneran Sophia Hammonds Emilia Suarez Andrea Burns John Hodgman and Scott Porter looks interesting. It's, it's an on, interesting uh, group of people too. It's on Hulu. I heard a little. I saw on the Hulu? trailer. Yeah, okay. they don't show a lot of the music as they tend to not do with these right. things. Right, uh, but it looks interesting. 
Um, it does. Yeah. Uh, there's also an article uh, when people go to offstageonair.com about Merrily We Roll Along, the movie. Uh, it's coming. And Richard Linklater talking about... Be patient. You know, why folks shouldn't... Well, not... He kind of the, the the premise is don't worry if you don't think you're going to live to see it because it's not going to open for 20 years. Anyway, I won't live to see it. Uh, the last thing I want to talk about is the Heller Awards for Young Artists and Nominations came out. Yeah, uh, some other cool stuff for the Hey Yes, um, and um, 16 categories, three yep. special categories on top of 16, and it's, it's the 10th anniversary this year. Correct. So spectacular. But what's what's so new and exciting, Lisa? This is what's so cool. People. They're going to be part of the Jimmies. They're going to be part of the Jimmies. They are now a regional arts. A program part of the National Theater High School Musical Theater Awards, and so now the winners this year will be able to go, to go. this year, uh, this year's yeah. Jimmy's in June. Go to New York City and participate. And it's pretty amazing. It, it, we talk about it all the time. The Jimmies, you and I love it. And, and folks, and- you can, I'm sure you can find this streaming. There is an amazing uh, documentary about the Jimmies. Yes, uh, and you will just you will cry. Tears of joy watching this. So, uh, and I'm sure it's dreaming. It is. So it's all a part of the Broadway League, which are the same folks that bring you the Tonys. It's like a Tony Award style program, and um, it's just spectacular. But uh, hats off to the Heller Awards for Young Artists this year. And so the event is going to happen April 19th at the Long Center. It's really amazing. They fill the house, folks, and Mm -hmm. these kids get to perform uh, in front of. I don't know, two or three. I don't know how big that house Dell? is. Dell? I mean, it's big. Dell's up to three. I, I know think. that when I, just, I presented at the Jimmy's one year, and I was intimidated by the amount of people I was speaking in front of. It's a lot. Uh, you can get information at thelongcenter.org. Uh, and we're going to take, uh, I, don't, I don't know if I, I mentioned it. Uh, in the, I meant to during uh, Today in Theater History, but Disaster opened on this date, uh, and I think in two thousand. It's going to be 16? 16? Yeah, something yeah. like that. Uh, and, um, oh, my God. I remember them performing that on the Today Show and yeah. bringing the outfits and the boat and that. Yeah. I had a lot of, um, I, don't, I don't have issues around, I, not issues. I didn't know whether I wanted to like it or not, but it was written by. Um, I forgot to. No, what's his name? Oh, darn it. I'll come up with it. But we need to take a little break. Um, this is from Disaster. This is Adam Pascal and Carrie Butler. I just wish I I called you back all those years ago. Well, it's not too late. Hello? Hello. Chad? Yeah, it's been a while. What's up? Not much. How about you? I'm not sure why I called. Well, we are done. We did a whole nother Seth thing. Seth Rudetsky. It was Seth Rudetsky. Well, yes, we, we, we discovered that it. while we were waiting. And we didn't look it up. We no, just we didn't. It, it was one of those came to us. Check back in the library. <laughs> All right, folks. Austin Common Radio Hour is next. Uh, we're going to come back next week when we look at what's happening off stage and on the air. And hopefully, Nicole will be feeling better. I'll be able to talk more. Okay. We'll see you next week. Love you. Don't want to change your life. There's a warm wind blowing the stars around And I'd really love to see you tonight So, what do you want to do? We could go walk